What was the Western's reaction to the purges? Trials of former Soviet leaders were widely publicized, with hundreds of thousands of arrests and executions were not. These only became known in the West as a few former Gulag inmates reached the West with their stories. Many foreign correspondents failed to report on the purges, but in many Western nations, especially France, attempts were made to silence or discredit these witnesses. Following research that begin, began to appear after Stalin's death, this revealed the full enormity of the purges. The first of these sources were the revelations of Khrushchev, which particularly affected the American editors of the Communist Party newspaper in the USA, The Daily Worker, who, following the lead of the New York Times, published the secret speech in full. The Great Purge has provoked numerous debates about its purpose. Some people believe that Stalin's regime had to maintain had to use the regime to maintain its citizens in a state of fear and uncertainty in order to stay in power. Robert Conquest emphasised Stalin's paranoia by focusing on the Moscow show trial of old Bolsheviks and analysed the carefully planned and systematic destruction of the citizens. Some people view the Great Purge as crucial to Stalin staying in power in order to remove opposition. Gulags. The word gulag became a synonym, synonym with forced labour camp, but it's actually an acronym for Glavnoi Pravnili Legeri, which translates to Chief Administration of Corrected Labour Camps. Most of the gulags were located in Siberia. The gulags can actually trace their origins to pre-revolution imperialist Russia. Tsars began exiling criminals to work camps in Siberia in the 17th century. The system of punishment was known as Katorga. The very first gulag wasn't actually in Siberia. The Solovki prison camp founded in 1932 was actually on the Solovetsky Islands in the White Sea near Scandinavia. However, unlike the other gulags, it was too close to the Russian border and several people actually managed to escape. The number of gulag prisoners dropped dramatically during World War II as many prisoners were enlisted into the army. However, once the, the war was over, the camps filled back up and this time to even greater numbers. By 1953, the gulags combined for an estimated prison population of 2,625,000 people. In the years 1928 to 53, about around 14 million passed through the gulag system, with another four to five million going through the labor colonies that weren't explicitly gulags. During the Soviet occupation of Germany after World War II, Stalin took over several Nazi concentration camps for a time, adding them to the gulag system. The German government estimates that 65,000 people died either in or on the way to the Soviet-run camps. Stalin imprisoned anyone that he suspected of threatening his totalitarian re regime, even if they were communists themselves. The NKVD was responsible for the wrangling of prisoners and shipping them to the gulags. The NKVD had a secret police branch called the OGPU, and they were responsible for carrying out the mass repression of the Soviet Union's population of ethnic minorities' political dissidents. There was no limitation to who could be persecuted by Stalin and the Russian Orthodox Church, Greek Catholics, Latin Catholics, Muslims, and Russia's Jewish population were all targeted by the NKVD. There were almost no prisoners in the gulags received adequate food. The Soviets instituted a system where more work led to better rations. While this did increase the work output of certain prisoners, for those who received less food, it only made them more exhausted and less able to complete their work quotas, which led to less and less food, a cycle that frequently led to these prisoners' deaths. The Sharashka was an informal name for a type of prison camp where prisoners were treated better, slightly better, than people who were sent to these camps. Sorry, the people that were sent to these camps were prominent intellectuals forced to work 
on scientific and technological projects. Many of the Soviet Union's notable scientists and engineers passed through these camps. Shirashko would put in place to sustain Soviet science as the NKVD had done so much damage to the intellectual institutions that they were quickly crumbling. 476 camps that were thought to be a part of the Gulag system were discovered by historians dispersed throughout the territory of the Soviet Union. Under Article 38, anyone who was simply accused of counter-revolutionarism could be arrested and sent to the Gulags. After the Gulags were officially disbanded by the government in the 1960s, the practice of putting prisoners in psychiatric hospitals known as Piskushkas replaced that of forced labor camps. These Piskushkas allowed the Soviets to pop... Shush! The publicly announced that the work camps had closed while still impris- imprisoning and repressing enemies of the state. What methods did Stalin use Terrafort in order to become a totalitarian dictator? Initially, he used the secret police, known as the NKVD, uh, to purge his own party. Yagoda led this as he purged the Communist Party in order to pre- prevent any other potential leaders. Following this, Ye- uh, Yezhov uh, ruthlessly organised the party and uh, eventually arrested 10% of the male population inside Russia. He targeted, then purged, and expanded the NKV in his time, leading to his time, uh, uh, leading to the time of Yezhov China. Following him. Uh, the NKGB was formed under Berea, and this focused on ethnic minorities, prisoner, prisoners of war because of, the, uh, because of World War II, and the doctors because of Stal- uh, Stalin dying. Targets were proposed for both of these secret polices, and they had to be met, such, seen as years of China. If not, uh, the leaders were purged, seen with Yagoda in 1938. Furthermore, Stalin used local initiatives to encourage the local people to turn against each other. This led to incentives for cooperation with the secret police. There was also local level show trials and managers were arrested if people didn't like them. Also, Stalin used propaganda as a method of terror. Censorship of Zinoviev, Kamnev and Trotsky were used in media such as books, libraries and pictures. Stalin didn't want any connection with those who were purged. Stalin's role was increased in the revolution. As the myth of two leaders was publicised, as Stalin and Lenin were the leaders of the new Russia and accentuated the role of Stalin in the victories of the civil war and revolution. Bad news was forbidden in Russia, as it was kept positive, and if not, the reporters were purged. No natural, there were no natural disasters, suicides, or industrial accidents reported in the news. Semi, he was also a semi-divine leader, depicted as a wise man and a leader of, and the leader of socialism. He was also presented as the heir to the leadership after Lenin had provided paintings. Also, Vozhod meant that he was an infallible and celebrated leader with no limit to his power.
Finally, Stalin used show trials. This is how he executed the majority of his opposition, as anyone linked to the to any of the purges was still purged. Article 58 enabled most of the accused to be purged, as it uh, accentuated how they helped the West. Uh, they were forced into confession, despite not doing it, as they were tortured physically and psychologically, or, if that didn't work, the family was tortured. It was open for all to view, and the outcome of the trial was certain before it was even carried out. Stalin purged government officials, military officers, uh, rich peasants, academics, artists and scientists. He also purged national minorities, especially the Polish. Uh, Americans who were there, because why not? Uh, Bukharin, Yeshov, uh, Kulaks, the Intelligentasia, the Red Army, um, Rykov and Yagoda and uh, Jews. There we go. Key people, starting off with Kirov. Kirov became a leading member of the Communist Party in the 1920s. In 1925, he was appointed leader of the Communist Party in Leningrad. He supported collectivization, the five-year plans, and the use of political terror. Although he was a Stalinist, he was more pragmatic than Stalin. He used his influence to ensure that the second five-year plan was more realistic and more focused on consumer goods than the first. In 1933, he was nominated Stalin's deputy, and therefore Stalin saw him as a potential rival. Moving on to Yagoda. Yagoda joined the Bolsheviks in 1907. He joined the Cheka soon after his creation, being promoted to deputy chief in 1923. During the 1920s, he was close to Bukharin and the right of the party. Between 1921 and 33, he supervised the construction of the Moscow-Volga Canal. Yagoda became close to Stalin in the early 1930s. Allegedly, Stalin confided in Yagoda that he preferred people to be loyal through fear rather than conviction, as convictions could change whereas fear was constant. Yagoda was also responsible for ensuring the starvation of victims of the Great Famine in Ukraine. Moving on to Trotsky. Before 1917, Trotsky was a revolutionary hero in the 1905 revolution. Trotsky and Lenin disagreed a lot about politics, however worked closely during the February revolution until Lenin's death. He led communist Red Army, but was not popular amongst Lenin's men. They plotted to successfully expel him from the party and government. Lastly, moving on to Lenin. Lenin was a famous revolutionary. He was arrested and exiled in 1897. He became the leader of the Bolshevik faction of RSDLP. He was very pragmatic when he came into power and enjoyed arguing with colleagues and getting his own way. He found little sympathy for the suffering of others, others and was prepared to use violence and terror to get his own way. There we go.